really wish you'd tell me about it. Well, if you must know, it's me love life. Really? You've been seeing a man? Only when I close my eyes and concentrate. And that's from Fraser. That's Daphne. And those those longings that you might have had or you may currently have of just wishing that you had the partner you always wanted. Um, what do you do with those longings? Do you sit like Daphne and you know, date occasionally or do you make it your top priority or close to the top priority to find a companion in life that will give you a sense of... Uh, almost like a mirror to yourself, not almost, but it is like a mirror to yourself. You both come at the world the same way, and you both feel connected and loved and cherished for the things that you love in yourselves. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. My number's toll-free, one eight seven seven doctor kenner I'm a clinical psychologist, and that means you can call me with any questions that you have relating to your family or your love life, uh, your friends, um, problems, maybe they betrayed you, or problems with your in-laws or co-workers. My number again is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And right now I want to turn to the phones and welcome Mike. Mike, you're having some difficulty with your stepson? Hi, Dr. Kenner. Thank you for taking my call. This is kind of a sensitive issue, and I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, Very briefly, uh, my wife and I have been together almost 12 years. Our nine-year-old is our biological son together. Our 16-year-old was almost five when I met her. So uh, I'd be very, very conscious to treat them equally, and I love him, and I think of him as my own son. But my wife does think that I treat him a little bit differently, and uh, we've had the normal parent-step-parent-parent-step-child difficulties. So my wife does kind of treat him favorably, and several of our friends over the last couple of years have noticed and, and mentioned it to me innocently on the side that she does treat him differently than she The 16-year-old. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, treats him favorably to myself and my 9-year-old, and I've mentioned that to her. So, of course, that rubbed her wrong, no matter how carefully I try to mention that. And she's very defensive to the point now where we can't really have a constructive conversation about him because she immediately thinks that I'm on the attack, and it, she will quickly move it towards an argument and shift, uh, you know, whatever the conversation is to shutting it down, you know. Okay, let me let me slow you down a bit. You have two kids, one a nine-year-old that's your biological child together. You guys yeah. have been together for 12 years, and it's yeah. the 16-year-old that is not your biological child. It's your, it's your stepson? Yes. And your nine-year-old is a daughter or a son? They're both boys. Boys. They're both wonderful boys. Okay. And you've tried to treat them equally. Absolutely. And she is f- definitely favoring the 16-year-old, which is not alone by your observation, not only your observation, but uh, friends and other people have said, hey, look what she's doing. Can you just give me a quick snapshot of, and you're saying you can't have a conversation with her, so you're wanting some help as to how to breach that gap, how to be able to, um, how to be able to bridge that gap, to have a conversation with her. Sure. See, that's not even the problem. Here's where the real problem okay. is. What had happened was I picked up his PlayStation Portable mobile device yesterday and turned it on because our nine-year-old's PlayStation mobile device could not access the Internet, and I could not figure out how to make it do that. So I know my 16-year-old does on his all the time, 
they're, they were out of the house, the wife and the 16-year-old. I picked up the 16-year-old's mobile device and powered it up. And immediately appeared a story on the front screen of an um, incestuous, erotic uh, nature. And I was a little bit shocked. So I went to the browsing history and immediately found that there were several more erotic, incestuous uh, stories that he'd been reading. And then, as well, there were half a dozen searches of mom on a couple of pornographic websites, uh, you know, along with the various other searches of uh, mom and... Um, and what? Uh, I'm sorry? Oh, you said... So, it, this is what I'm hearing, is that it's your 16-year-old, your stepson, that seems to be turned on by incestuous images with his mother? Is that what you're saying? It, it would appear to me from, from the searches that I found in, in the Internet sites, the pornographic Internet sites he's been browsing on his mobile device are uh, quite a few things about moms and uh, mothers. The, the so this, this has to have gone through you like an electric, uh, like a lightning bolt or a shock. I was floored. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know so, how to approach it with either. So of she, go ahead. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a battle. My wife will be unbelievably defensive, and she will come at me with the uh, I'm trying to get him in trouble, or I was just trying to find pornography on his mobile device. You know, I'm, I've, we've been together for twelve years. Like, okay, can I be your wife for a, a second, just sure. in role play? If sure. um. I could, if you said to me, this is what we found, in an alternative way she could respond is the following. She could say, oh my God, let's look at this together. And it's more like your parent partners at this moment. Uh, where do we go from here? You know, I may, maybe I have been favoring him too much, and maybe he's grown up with, you know, a love map around me, and that's, that, that's not where I want to go. So what am I showing? An alternative is that she could reasonably look at the facts that you identified and work with you. That, that would be fabulous. The chances of that are slim from my experience then, in marriage. But that would be fabulous. Then that's why you're bringing this up. You want to have in mind how you would respond, let's say, if something similar happened to you. If someone similar said, you know, Ellen, you, uh, I don't want to say it about myself, but your daughter or your son is having sexual impressions about you, I'd say, oh, my God, how do I stop this? Where do I go? What do I do? Certainly. You know, I, I, I want some help with this. I want to figure out how to um, maintain a good relationship, but know that there are, there are boundaries and where did I go wrong? What misleading messages might I have sent? Or maybe it's nothing with me, but just puberty kicking in. You know, where do, how do you deal with this? So it's a problem to solve. But if the problem to solve is her denial, that's a, that's a different issue. That's telling you something. Yes. And what have you observed her being like more romantically involved with him, huggy or? No. See, and here's now here's the thing. My wife is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, she's you know tall, beautiful, kind of large chested. Sometimes she can wear you know revealing kind of tops, and um, you know she's she's very aware of her sexuality. But we. We are not overtly sexual in front of the kids. We try to set a good example. She's not overly affectionate with him, and 
I, I really feel that she does not, you know, portray herself in a sexual way. To then, him. then, so you don't think that she's deliberately trying to entice him? Absolutely. Then not. you could just say to her, "Listen, I want to work with you on this." Phrases like that help. I want to work with you on this. We have a problem. Notice we have a problem. I love it when you dress sexy. You may want to reconsider around our son. This is what's starting to happen, and you give her. She doesn't know about it yet, right? No. And you'd show her the evidence, then observe her, and you can try to re-guide her back on path by saying, "Listen, it's not between you and me. This is be- this is what these are the facts that now exist. Let's move forward from here. What do we need to do?" And I want to just pause for a second, too, just to add that when you treat both kids equally, you do neither of them a favor. You want to treat them each uniquely. You don't want to obviously treat one as a bad kid and one as a good kid, but value what's good in both of them. Um, And call them on the carpet for the things that aren't. This is Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologists Dr. Kenner and Locke. One factor that undermines sexual arousal and enjoyment is to focus solely on your partner's pleasure. A self-sacrificial approach to sex does exactly that. It sacrifices your own pleasure. The compulsion to please, to perform, or to serve, not to disappoint, can be a severe source of disruptive emotion. What is the antidote? Since romance is in the best interest of both, make sure you both experience pleasure. To get pleasure, be conscious at some point of nothing but the pure pleasure you are getting. To make sure both partners get what they want, take turns if necessary so each of you experiences pleasure. Focus on enjoying yourself when you are with your partner. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.